Plus, I'm starting to dress like Magnum P.I. I don't know if you've noticed. I haven't, but I will. My floral, uh, floral patterns are coming out. I like, it's summertime. Summer, summer. I like that, ja- that jacket, that shirt on you. Thank you. My next question is, can we buy a Ferrari 308 <laughs> and um, befriend someone with a helicopter and start solving mysteries mm. and move to Hawaii? Mm. If it's not too much to ask. It's not too much. All right. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I think this is episode 148. Ooh. Yeah. This is Sean. I'm Katie. Howdy do. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. So I have been doing this thing called the artist, Artist's Way. Mm. And it has, it's honestly really great. Oh, why don't you tell me about it? So it's a book that you can buy, or I'm sure it's at a library too, because it's been around for like 30 years or 40 years. Anyway, for a long time. I might be exaggerating, but into the, like wasn't in the 2000s. In the year 2000, it was not. The whole point of the book is to help people get unstuck. Unstuck yourself. Unstuck yourself. That's what I should have called it. Um, but anyway, essentially what that means is if you're feeling like stuck in life or you're feeling stuck creatively, she really focuses on the creativity component, but I really think it applies to like everything in life, feeling stuck in a relationship, feeling stuck in a job, feeling stuck in your life in any way. And it's funny because as I do it, it's essentially therapeutic tools, but they're just called something different. Hmm. Sneaky sneak. I see you. It's not like I got it. I knew it was therapeutic. So you're like uh as if you're seeing the matrix, you see the green numbers mm-hmm. falling. Because she talks about, so every morning, you're supposed to do what's called morning pages. And it's free-flowing writing for three full pages. Now, I had, your dad had so kindly bought me the journal to accompany it, but the pages are like this big. You saw that thing, it's like eight, I don't know, eight by 11. It's kind of an awkward size. It's really big. and it. No, that's not eight by 11. Eight by 11 is a loose leaf sheet, isn't it? Like a regular page? It's bigger than that. Okay, so maybe, maybe it's like nine seven, by 13. 11 by 17. Yeah, something, something like, like that. This. It's something. It, and the lines are like tiny. And it takes me, you're supposed to give yourself a half an hour. It takes me like an hour to fill three pages. So I'm not going to use that anymore. I'm just going to use a regular journal size thing. And I'm going to write until I feel like, and then I'm just going to stop. Because I know it'll at least be three pages. Because three of those pages are like one and a half of the other one. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So anyway, every morning you can- We only want you to fill out three pages, but- but that page is the size of a poster. It was so big. And I'd find myself like just not having enough time. Like this morning I got up early, so I had time to do it. And I given I didn't, she says, give yourself a half hour. I gave myself 26 minutes. Remember that tactic in school? They double space your lines, but you'd like double I, space and a half your you line. You know me. I'm, I know you're I, by the book. I'm by the book. So I got up and was like, oh, I was like, I'll have to finish up a few minutes. No, I barely got a page in. And mm. I was like writing feverishly. I'm like, this is fucking insanity. You know I don't... what the trick is, though? What? Is that the fact that you're just engaging with the practice on a regular basis? That's the magic. That's, that's the magic. And it's it's true. And anyways, this whole process has been really helpful. It's also weird where your brain goes. And I tell everybody to journal all the time, but there's something about like doing it first thing in the morning because nothing has happened yet. So you don't, you know how the day goes on and you start to be like, oh, I should do this or whatever. P.S. Your morning pages can be like, today I need to do blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. It can be anything. It can even be, I don't know what to write. Like halfway through, because those pages are so fucking long, I'll always be like, what else? Question mark. Because I'm like, I'm out of thoughts. Dear Katie, <laughs> what else can I say? <laughs> well, and I find, you find patterns already. So I've only been doing it, I'm on week two and I'm almost, 
I'm like halfway through week two. So I've been doing it for, let's say like 10 days. And you start to see your brain come to like certain conclusions over and over again. And I find that really interesting. And that one of the exercises, so you're supposed to do morning pages. And then another component is each week, there's like anywhere from five to eight different exercises. And I'm making my way through the ones in week two. But from week one, I think one of it was to come up with five imaginatory or like if you could imagine a different life, Mm. what would it be? Five of them. Well, I already had one earlier. I said, why is a detective? That's a good one. That's what made me think of this. Astronaut, cowboy. Mm -hmm. uh, hmm, What else would I like to be? Police officer. I think that'd be a cool one. Oh, really? Well, probably not. But I've seen so many, you know, police shows. Mm -hmm. It seems kind of fun to ride around the car. I don't like to run around, run towards scary things. Oh, no, but I'd like to press the siren. You know, that would be Mm -hmm. my, I would like that. So mine were, are you ready? And I don't know if I'll remember them all. Because even as I was writing about oh, one. Oh, Fireman too. I like that one. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Sean likes to be in public service. Thank you. Um, my first one was to be a pastry chef for a French restaurant in New York. And we live in a uh, in Greenwich Village in a walk-up house, you know, one of those mm-hmm. little brownstones. And we walk out every morning with our, our doge. Mm. And, you know, and then I go and I go make my pastries and then I get them ready so that they're ready for the dinner service. But then I'm off at like 10. Oh, I want to put lottery winner in there too. I'd like to. That's not, you're not doing it right. And then in the evening, we have lots of friends in the restaurant biz. So we'll like pop over to someone's restaurant and try out things and sit kind of in one of those back random kitchen kind of tables and shoot the shit with our buddies. Oh, like the insiders. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So that was one, that was my first one. Second was a yoga teacher in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles. Oh. If I was going to be a yoga teacher, I'd want to be a teacher in like Bali or something, you know, really legit. But so the thing that I learned as I was writing these all out, then I wanted to be a, I wanted to have my own store and I wanted to buy, be a buyer of all the fashions. I could see you doing that. And I'm known for catching people on the up and coming. So that was really You would identify the talent. And and I get to go to fashion weeks and stuff and we get to, you know. Your friend um, Lisa does that. Mm-hmm. Lisa she does. Bueller of yeah. Lisa Sega. Lisa Sega. I love Lisa. Yeah, she goes mm-hmm. and finds designers. And what, where was she before that? She was at some. Oh, she was at a uh, nasty gal. Nasty gal. Nasty gal. But then she was like, "I'm out of here." Well, she just felt it's time to do my own thing. By it. Yeah, it's yeah. time to do her own thing. So anyway, um, and what else? There are two more. I forget. Anyway, um, oh, one was to teach English in Paris. Oh, that'd be cool. I thought that'd be fun. And then another, Other than teaching French in Kansas. And then one another was to be a full-time writer and live in London. Hmm. So the the thread that runs through all of these things is that I want to have an apartment in a city where I walk out. I like hmm. a walkabout. A pied attire. I miss the walkabout. Yes. And in all of them, I describe situations where you and I, like you'd finish your work. And I'd come home and then we'd walk about. We'd smoke a cigarette. No. Wear berets. Mm-mm. No? Okay. I'd eat a baguette. Oh, no, that's good. I can be French. I would have a bière. Yeah. Or maybe exactly. a glass of wine. Well, and, and like having a fun, active social life. And I think to me, I was like, I think those are the things I'm missing. And I was like, I have to create that. So the goal of the whole thing is like to find out, find areas in your life where you need things to feel fulfilled and then make those things happen ah okay 
And I know these are big things. I'm like, I want to own an apartment in the city. And you're like, doesn't everybody? But it's more about like, are you making movements toward those things? And what are the smaller things that bring you joy? So another one of the exercises was like 20 things you love doing. And when did you last do them? And some I was very proud of myself for the 20 things I love doing. About 15 of them I've done recently. Oh, good, good. But the last five were like things that I haven't made time for or I would like to do more often. Snowboarding, mountain biking, mm-hmm. outdoorsy stuff, right? No. That, oh. Snowboarding was in there, yes. Okay. Um, mountain biking is not on my top 20, but I do it with you because you like it and I don't mind it. I like being outside. Um, but anyway, one was like, you know, traveling to a country and meandering and tasting foods. And we haven't done that since 2019, really. So that obviously. Well, South Carolina, but it's not a country, but I, you know. Well, I had a different one. Oh, okay. So one was like traveling to a faraway place and getting to know the local blah, blah, blah. Hadn't done that. But the other was meandering through a town and eating. And we did that in, in mm-hmm. Charleston. But anyway, it's been an interesting exercise. And I find these patterns of like what I really love and what I should be doing more of. And I think maybe part of the reason why I'm feeling kind of burnt or stuck or whatever. Well, you know, it's, I think it's interesting because you actually take action when that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people don't necessarily know how to or whatnot. So books like this and everyone who you bring it up to mm-hmm. is like, oh, I love that book mm-hmm. when they did it. So yeah. um, good that's on you why for doing I it. told you. And thanks, Eric. That's why I asked your dad to get it for me for Christmas. Like like two Christmases ago. I know you're, what did you say? It just sits on my desk and stares at me. I know. Cause I'm like, yeah, I should do this, Katie. You asked for it and he did it. Now you should do Well, you're doing it. I'm do. we're doing it. <laughs> it is a lot of work, but it's good work. And I already feel, so this is a weird thing. And she tells you not to ignore this or not to poo poo it, or you'll feel the urge to be like, it's not that big of a deal, but I already feel happier mm. in a very incremental shift like three percent that's pretty good it's better than going negative three percent well you know like i feel a light return the book if that was the case but i feel a lightness and it hasn't even been two weeks and i've noticed that i'm like things are shifting business-wise where i'm able to identify oh that's a good thing though i should celebrate that and oh that's exciting i'm excited about that instead of what i normally do is be like ugh, more work and so I know I talk about all the time, like the importance of like self-talk and the way the story you tell yourself about a thing, but this is like forces you to acknowledge that you, there are good things coming your way. You just have to actually be open to seeing them and receiving them. Yeah. And then she shares this example of how this guy um, really wanted to be a writer his whole life, but he wanted to. I don't know, there's a certain person he wanted to teach him writing. I don't remember, I'm messing up the details. But anyways, it just so happened his work opened this, like we can pay you to go to school for certain things. And the person he wanted as a teacher was one of those people, one of those courses. And so- The universe provides. mm -hmm. But instead of doing it, he was like, you know, there's so much work that should be done and blah, blah, blah. And so he said no to this opportunity. And then had to pay for it later and take time off. And he ended up doing it, but it, it way harder than the universe had initially ex- wanted him to do it. And so she shares that example as a way of like, when it gives it to you, fucking take it. Like, pay attention. There's signs everywhere. When people email you and give you an opportunity, fucking take it. Don't make it harder on yourself. Oh, now's not a good time. Or, oh, I should have. She's like, there's so many reasons to not do things. Mm. Anyway. I like it. 10 out of 10. 
Well, uh, what I'll do is I'll put, I, I liked your pitch about the RSWay. Mm -hmm. I think it's doing wonders. And I think I'm going to put it in our Amazon. Uh, Isn't it in there already? Maybe, maybe not. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. I'll put it in our Amazon store if anyone's interested in checking mm -hmm. it out. We do uh, make money off of affiliate links. Mm -hmm. So just a little percentage, like 3%. Yeah, 3%. If you're interested. I'm 3% happier. <laughs> we can make 3% more dollars yeah. or change. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Cool. Just don't buy the companion journal because the pages are fucking huge with tiny lines. Right. Oh, you know, it'd be a good uh, product to sell. Ooh, it's a companion journal, but like the uh, Cliff Notes version, you know, so the pages are smaller. Yeah. Like well, just... I actually, what I'm using is my journal that I sold back in the day that says getting my shit together. Because mm. I was like, this is so apropos. I will use this one. But then I was like, it's actually much smaller pages. But then when I was talking to Fabs, who works with us, who I love, and she was one that was like, oh, it's so life changing. I loved it. And I was telling her, I showed her the thing I was writing. She's like, holy shit. And she's like, mine was just like a regular journal. And I was like, I have one of those. She goes, just like that. And I was like, I'm switching over because this is killing me. Yeah. Because then I'm not able to get into the homework as much because it's taking me like an hour every day just to do the morning pages. So I do most of them in the morning, but I have to finish them in the afternoon. Cool. How long does this uh, go on for? 12 weeks. 12 weeks. That's not bad. Yeah. That's a semester. A lot of people do a it a couple times. Um, it, I think so. Roughly, yeah. yes. Okay. I would say yes. Um, but anyway, so I'm excited. Awesome. It's been good. And it's just good to do some of that internal work. I know I preach it all the time, but even when I've been in therapy, my therapy is usually just me like, I'm feeling anxious about this. I need support with this and me crying a lot and then bitching a lot. And then I'm like, okay, bye. You know, right, right. a dump session kind of, but also constructive, but to those specific things, this is more like, how can you be more open to receiving a happier life for yourself? How can you create and cultivate that? Cool. Well, maybe, maybe I'll get off the uh, shitter and I'll do it myself. You know? I think you'd like it. I probably would. I don't, I don't like to prescribe things for you. Cause you like, <laughs> I know so, I have to come to my own conclusion. Mm -hmm. So I just <laughs> don't say anything about it. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Well, yep. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yep. Ah, what's let's up? See. What's happening with you? Oh, not much. I Oh, actually, if something funny happened last night with Roxy, I'll oh, just God. share it really quick. This um, is very funny. Into puppy parlance we so go. So she is no longer living in her crate at night. She comes and crashes in our room, which is great. She's got a dog mm -hmm. bed. She curls up. Makes a little bit too much noise for my liking. She's a real snorker. She is. And she does this masticating yeah like, and then, really hardcore uh -huh. real loud <laughs> we hear it when we're out here but we have the tv going or we're talking and it's just not as like yeah uh. and she'll snore and but that's fine you gotta it's get really, used to her noises she's cute you know <laughs> but we did put her bed a little further away from ours <laughs> yeah um so last night oh so there's this thing that katie and i do and it is that um we'll pee in the middle of the night usually in the bathroom but sometimes <laughs> Uh, no, but we go, you, you'll wait, I'll wake up usually around like two or 3 a.m. and be yeah. like, I got to pee and I'll go pee and I don't flush the toilet or anything because I'm like, I don't want to wake myself or wake Sean. Yeah. So you I'm just, just kind of like, you're like, got to pee and then you go back to bed. Right. So, so around we four o'clock in the morning, I wake up to the sound of Roxy snorking and she wakes herself up mm -hmm. uh, uh, and she gets up and she kind of stumbles around the room a little bit because she's new to being in a space. Mm hmm. And she all of a sudden decides she's going to go to the bathroom and she busts through. So we have a bathroom door. It's like a, a half door and they don't lock. They just snap into place. So she knows this. So she just runs like boops it real hard, which is what wakes me up. Yeah. In the I dark. hear the door go bonk and I'm like, oh, and what's then happening? moonlight spills into the room. Mm -hmm. And then I have see windows the, in the bathroom, the shadow of the dog as she like tick, 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 goes and she's going to the toilet 
to get some water. I'm like, oh no, 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 but no. Usually she'll smell it and she won't. So I got up and she, <laughs> I she think starts. she was half asleep while she was getting into the toilet and she's got her head in there and her paw like <laughs> resting on the toilet seat. seat and her head is in there and she's, I'm like, Roxy, no. <laughs> and I look at her and she's got a little toilet paper on her mouth. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so I grab her. I'm like, come on, come with me. We'll go, you know, and she realized she snaps out of her dream state and she's like, oh God, Yeah, and what so he brings happened? her over to her water dish, in which the by the way, she has access to at any time. Yeah, but this was closer. See, toilet water is preferred. It is always preferred for her, but she has never done that. Like if, if there's ever pee in a toilet or something, she will just sniff it and go away. Like, right. But this, you guys, she drank urine water and then she went and drank like her whole water bowl. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And it was so a then lot. I took her out, you know, just to. But she didn't die, and she'd been fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she only had like one Dogs or two. Dogs do sips. worse. <laughs> they they drink muddy, brackish water. You know, they they don't care. They're, I know their stomachs are like uh, cast iron. I mean, hers definitely isn't cast iron. But when it comes to stuff like that, I'm like they eat trash. Yeah, and you know, uh, in their own feces and shit, literally. They do. They do. So, but anyways, it really made me giggle. But it was just also like, Ugh. Yeah. but we laughed about it. Because what are you going to do? <sighs> She's uh, part of the family. Yep. But I'm like, didn't she smell it? She has like a sniffer that works a thousand times better than ours. I think she was half asleep. Mm -hmm. The way she bounced or bumped into the door and then the way she had her pop on the <laughs> toilet seat and her head in the bowl. I was like, what are you doing? You it's know? like she's hung over, but she didn't drink. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyways, so that's Roxy. So that was night. funny. Yeah. That was funny. Hey, I saw something in the news and while it's not a happy story, I think mm -hmm. it is something that's. I, I see a lot. You know when you have these mass shootings and there's yeah. like a, a like a a kid who's disenfranchised with or disillusioned. You know, it's always a, a not always, but frequently it's a, a loner, mm -hmm. someone who just. Anyways, um, there was a shooting, I believe, um, in Michigan in okay. November of 2021. I believe that because okay. I'm reading the article right now. I remember seeing on the news, but. The sad thing is that this There's happens. There's so many. It's so, it's terrible. Right? And to keep up with it. Yeah, it's hard. It is. And thank God there hasn't been one that I've seen recently. But mm -hmm. uh, so this one happened in uh, the Detroit area. Uh, what is interesting, and I'll just put this down. I don't need to read from it, but mm -hmm. I'll put the link in the description because I'm curious to know what the audience thinks about this. Okay. Clearly we have a problem and I don't want to get into gun rights and all this stuff because yep. that's not the point, but, or, or that's not the point of what I'm getting at here. The uh, the kid uh, was having, um, uh, what is it when you're- Delusions or hallucinations? Yeah, delusions <laughs> and hallucinations a little bit. And then he, he had talked to his parents and they they told him to suck it up basically. His dad was like, I think they brought him to somebody and he had some pills or something, but his dad is quote as telling him to suck it up and you know take the pills or something like this. Awesome, helpful. Yeah, his parents are idiots and there's a little bit more to- their their behavior um well then they're culpable too that's the thing if parents are ne are negligent well he was saying like i can't deal with my thoughts uh he was he had written a note that was like pretty pretty strange mm -hmm. um and he was really how, upset how scary to have your like feel like your head turned on you you know and then um i think the school had sat him down with the counselor as well as his parents okay and i think that's when the uh, suck it up take mm -hmm. your pills thing came up his parents clearly are not equipped gifted to, yeah. as parents because what they did after this had happened after he said he was having uh scary thoughts scary and, thoughts yeah. and like 
uh, I keep forgetting the word. Hallucinations. Uh, hallucinations, probably. sort of, yeah. Hallucinations are when you thought. see see things that aren't there, feel things that aren't there. Yeah. But then delusions are firmly held false beliefs. Like people are out to get me. Okay. Uh, that Jesus is talking me through the television. Oh, you have that too? <laughs> I'm just saying that like, and then no matter what evidence I show to you that like, this is impossible. You're like, but that's what's happening. Right. I'd have to revisit the article, but it's something along those lines. Okay. Um, oh, the thoughts won't stop. Help me. Mm-hmm. That's one of the notes he wrote. Um, I just looked down at it. How sad, if, you know, for that kid. Kid's struggling, right? Yeah. Mental health problems. You know mm-hmm. what his parents did? Because he was obsessed with uh, guns, they bought him a gun. No. Yeah. And he had targets they're, on the wall in his room. They're going to fucking jail. Well, so this, I believe, is the first. It's the Why first I've heard of it. that be what you do? You know, the money they spent to get him a gun, they could have gotten him actual fucking help. Right. Jesus Christ. And the school brought the parents in. So even after he had these issues everything was there and they bought him a gun and he went to school and he shot up the place and i think four people were killed and six others were something along those lines a pretty serious they're gonna get sued and put in jail well i believe this is the first time this has happened in uh, the u.s if it isn't then it's one of the well, some parents have been culpable in other situations similar yeah so they're i don't know if anybody's been found guilty was he found guilty uh yeah he he actually uh, cop to it and everything. He didn't even. Well, he's going to go to the 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 psych. Yeah, jail. but his parents, I believe. Let me find it real quick because. Oh yeah, so the parents are being charged with manslaughter. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say because they're they supplied him with a weapon knowing he was dangerous. Yeah, it, it's like me uh, arming you with I don't know some kind of weapon, sending you out and telling you that all the people you know I don't know. It's just like. They're so negligent. He couldn't, he couldn't have done what he did if they didn't assist. I guess that's the, what I'm trying to say. Maybe he would have found a weapon some other way, but you don't assist this person if they're telling you. So all the f- warnings were there and yep. these people fucked up royally. They armed him literally. Yep. With and, a harmful. Uh, I, I hope that they are they get mm-hmm. the book thrown at yeah. them. Now, the, the shitty part is he'll go to a psych ward probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family's ripped apart, right? If they go to jail, both of them. But, Do they have other s- kids? Hopefully not. I don't know, but you have to. You, you just have to make a, an example of these people, mm-hmm. because what the hell are people doing? I know providing these sorts of things. And good, good on Detroit because they actually had services. Mm-hmm. Like the school spoke up. They got him into the. You know, they're doing all this stuff. Yeah. And I think I, it's a suburb of Detroit, but but either that way, matter, like yeah. that area, like I'm impressed with the resources available. Yeah. And the effort that went into helping him, and then his parents didn't do anything and take your pill i'm sorry but taking pills only gets you part way there mm-hmm. he was scared he was probably overwhelmed he probably thought he was losing his mind he needed some what we call psychoeducation about what was happening to him yeah. and that he can live a full life and feel better if he just gets an injectable or takes his meds or whatever that's it anyways i, I was just God damn. it was so and four people died because i think it's for something like this and i feel Why bad for not buy having the children details, but, guns like that well that's it right like these people you need to make an example out of them and you need yeah. to show everyone in the country that this isn't cool yeah you, know, you can't do things like this like how dumb are these parents and i remember when the for, the story first broke thinking well that's really strange that someone would do that but yeah anyways i I wanted to share that. I don't know Crazy. why I came across Crazy. the article. Well, and I grew up around guns mm-hmm. and hunting. That was like how my dad fed us. And that's a huge part of my life growing up. But there was always this, first of all, we had to take, my dad taught us how to clean guns and like respect for the, how dangerous they were. Yeah. And 
yeah, I just never fucked with it because it was like you knew. And also they were in a safe, you know? Yeah. There was one gun in their bedroom, but it, it was just different. It's just different conversation. Mm. It wasn't about this is fun. Why don't you do target practice? It was like these are used for, you know, killing wild game and potentially protecting yourself if someone tries to break into the house. Right. And that was it. And if you don't take care of them, they can kill you. And if you, my dad used to say, if you pull out a gun, if there's someone in the house, you better fucking use it or you're going to be in danger. Right. Because right. then you put yourself in danger because well, you brought a deadly weapon. To, well, no, but then you brought it out. And what if they get it from right. you? you? You know, anyway, people, yeah, there needs to be bigger conversations and more rules around that. Like, I wish that they would have to teach people certain things before you just fucking buy a gun and give it to a child. Anyway, wild. Um, hopefully they'll make a example out of this family because that is really sad for those four families that lost a child everyone who's affected everyone at the school everyone who's going to deal with even this the trauma. poor kid that did it i know it's probably hard for people to feel bad for him but he could it could have talked about being let down it could by... have turned out differently so differently mm-hmm. god damn okay. elsewhere in the news yes um, in the news sam bankman friedman or sam bank friedman who's that he's the guy um who had that uh, ponzi scheme that oh the, the fake uh crypto, fake money mm-hmm. yeah well it yeah, it was crypto, uh, mm-hmm. and also it was a crypto um, exchange. Yeah, but he just like stole everybody's money. Yeah, there's also, I mean, there's a ton right? of it behind right. it. Uh, FTX was the name of the company, and you know the details of what happened are, are pretty large. Uh, there was quite a few crimes being committed, mm. um, and, and then all this money that was being funneled over to politicians, and who yeah. knows what's going. Very on. interesting. That aside, um, they, you know, he, he was up to no good, right? Mm-hmm. Shame on him. Yeah. Um, but then he, other people were involved, so it's not just him. No, but he's the the head of the yes. scheme, right? Yes. Um, or the CEO of FTX. So he was arrested. Okay. Then he was um, uh, presented to the the judge, and they came to an agreement that he could be put out on bail. Okay. While he's out on bail, he would have to be under house arrest. Yeah, at his parents' house, and they put up their home as collateral or something like that. I think it was other bill. people who also like it was partially their home, but I think their home's only worth like let's say two million, right? And so they needed more. I forget, but I heard it somewhere on the news. So you have uh, the framework of mm-hmm. of how you're going to be, uh, you know, on bail, right? Yes. Like the judge sets the terms. Well, yeah, and wasn't he on an ankle bracelet or something? Yeah. Can't touch the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not allowed being around technology because he's a technological thief, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or that's his uh, metier or his, his medium for yeah for for uh, crime for doing his crime, right? Doing the crime. So mm-hmm. uh, it turns out uh, a couple of weeks ago that he's been on the internet and um, he's been using a VPN, and so they I guess they talk. They revoke to him about his it. bail usually then because he's in he's in breach of it or whatever. I don't know if they call it in breach, right? But he's not. He's, what's the word? Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So he said, oh, I, I just wanted to watch the Super Bowl. So I was using a VPN and I, I didn't want anyone to know. And they're like, well, what about these other dates? I guess he had been, they've tracked his. Also, don't your parents just have a TV and they can just turn it on and you watch the Super Bowl? Exactly. Like, what like, are you what doing? what a stupid answer. Mm-hmm. And so. Wrong answer. Bad answer. I would assume like if I, if I they fucked up. They revoke his bail. Revoke. That's there the, we go. I knew it would come to me. I yeah. watch enough crime. Put him in the clink. Yeah, What's back this guy doing? Clink. You know what they did? Hmm. Nothing. What what uh, they said? Well, we we know that you're doing this, so um, you know we have to figure this out. And so they've come to an agreement where what? he has hired uh, people who are going to consult on his behalf 
and they're going to draw up new terms of how he's out on bail. Why don't they just cut the internet at his parents' house? Well, I don't know. Like this is where I find it really weird. Like you screwed up, buddy, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be on Back the internet. Back in the clink, you go right. Instead, they're giving him the ability. That's stupid. To who is to he? Bring up, who is he in cahoots with? Well, he's this getting is special it. Like, treatment. There's weird stuff going on, and uh, so this is one side where I don't think the law is working. No. The other side with that family in Detroit, I think it's mm-hmm. working. But something fishy is but going on with this Sam Bankman. that's what pisses me off, okay? I don't know if anybody else, I'm gonna, it's what grinds my gears this week, is that there's there's a different set of rules for people with money and power. Yeah. And like the Jeffrey Epstein shit. Yeah. Like what the actual fuck? I feel like when people who have power and money, aka politicians and heads of uh, political, corporations yeah, corporations, and- heads of political uh whatever right there's like he gave a bunch of money to different things whatever the fuck they for some reason live by a different set of laws and rules than you and i because like i don't have any strings to pull like i don't have you know and then the little guy if this guy ended up having like a failed thing and all he harmed was like these middle america people you think this would he'd be back in the clink anyone who breaks (laughs) terms of their bail you get tossed, don't you? Mm-hmm. I thought you did. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I don't understand the law, but I watch enough crime TV to know that you screw well, up. Well, they revoke they, your bail and you, you're back in prison. Right. You don't get to redefine. And so he's hired Because being out on bail is a privilege. He has two really high profile consultants, like big dogs uh, in this in the world of mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Who's paying for them? Because he has zero money. Well, so he says, but I'm sure he's he stashed somewhere. Of course. Yes. So the fact that- and Didn't then, they catch him in Bermuda with like- uh, a bunch of cocaine and like I think they were doing meth I think he he and the other Jesus. people from the the company but either way drugs and you know yeah sex workers no I think that was his employees I oh. think they were all just shagging wow. it out but anyways I just thought <laughs> it was really weird that they're allowing him in the meantime mm-hmm. he's still at home he's probably still using the internet God knows what he's doing he could be how do uh, they know if he's using the internet versus parents using the internet by the way I don't know this is all crazy. That's a good question. This is all crazy. I mean, if, if his parents were really cool, they'd cover for him, right? No, no, it was me. It was me. It <laughs> <laughs> was I. Wasn't Sammy boy. Anyways, I just. Well, they'll it, lose their home. I don't know. Very strange. And so that was crazy. another thing that I had in my notes. I read that at two o'clock in the morning. Was that like, stuff God damn me. him. Mm-hmm. God damn that Sam Bankman Friedman or whatever. Whatever his name is. Oh, another thing. Okay. Um, this one's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll. As always, I put the links in, okay. yeah, in the you can read description. Read for yourself. Scientists have mapped. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Scientists have mapped a secret hidden corridor in the Great Pyramid of Giza. So, I don't even know what that means. Well, the, the pyramid looks like this. Okay. And then they, they've they wandered around inside the pyramid and there's yeah. all these tunnels. And yeah, the, always because that's where they hide the different, like, you know, king tuts and stuff. Right. King tut. Could have worn it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. so they use a technology to map out the interior of the, and I don't think it's LIDAR, it's MUAU or something. It's this other, um, but it's almost like a- MUAU? Yeah, like a, not a luau, MUAU <laughs> or something. No, but isn't LIDAR like looking for gaps and things, like spaces and things? Yeah. Is it temperature? No. Hmm. <laughs> I don't really know what it is, but basically- You want it's, me to look it up? No, it's okay. okay. So this is a different type of technology they're using, but they found a new corridor 
which is cool because oh, this, cool. they're always doing not always i shouldn't say always but i feel like throughout the years periodically there's a, someone who finds this oh we didn't realize there's a there's another that's it capsule or a another secret I don't know what chamber they call it, a chamber yeah so they followed the corridor who's the mummy in that one because usually the ones that are the farthest in it was a jewish delicatessen <laughs> which i thought was kind of cool i'll take a black know? and white thing. yeah exactly um mm, but usually the ones that are the farthest in aren't those the the bigger deal I don't know. I think one pyramid, one pharaoh was the rule. And then it was all the pharaohs, you know, oh, accoutrement, all, peoples, yeah. all the stuff he needed to teleport to the next. He had to make sure he had all his, he yeah. could pay off the, the dude to get him across the river. Was it Hades? Oh. He to pay Hades. No, but the the Egyptians didn't do that I'm just one. making, well, you were yeah, saying to that's teleport. That's the, the so Greeks, I, just, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's Greek mythology. Right, right. The river Styx. They put pennies, pennies on your on eyes. Pennies on your eyes because you can get across. You could pay the... Gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyways, I, I love archaeology. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, my goodness. Brother, I would suspect if my brother was doing the artist's way, because he always wanted to be an archaeologist in Egypt. Yeah. I have a feeling that would be one of his imaginary jobs. Mm, for sure. To be an arch, uh, archaeologist would be amazing. See, I don't think so. Get to play in the dirt. I don't like that. Get and also you're bent things. down all day and you're in the sun. No, thanks. And That's dust true. and dirt. No, That's thanks. That's true. Hey, have you seen this new TikTok uh, beauty filter that everyone's? Yes, the uh, bold glam. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. I tried it. Me too. <laughs> my feelings were hurt. I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, I have bags I'm under so my eyes. I'm so attractive. Yeah. But it also, when you do the, it makes you look worse below kind of. Like my drunk area? N no, like if. The super glam. No, but they were they were saying even with the youth filter, they were saying the other it made you look older comparatively, so it oh. made it look better. So if you did the split screen, but I thought the bold glam, it's interesting. People have a lot of thoughts about it. It was okay. I, I looked very makeup, which is not my look, so I didn't love it. But it's just funny what we find attractive sociologically, or maybe like I don't know if it just be like biology or something. But I find it interesting what is attractive. You could see how it like sharpened your chin a little you know made your lips fuller your teeth were straight and white hmm. it did all sorts of funny things with your face made you have no pores your skin's like mm. like just putty yeah it was it was strange mm -hmm. because i didn't know this filter existed and i saw oh. someone that we know using it mm -hmm. and i was like huh yeah it looked different but mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't severe i did it on my mom when i was home mm -hmm. and she was like "Ooh." Turn to the side. <laughs> nice, mm -hmm. nice. Um, She's feeling herself. I just, I wonder if people are going to get catfished. One hundred percent. Get lost in this. You know, if if we won't even know that this is what's going on at some point down the like twenty years from now. You know, when we're inside. I mean, I don't the know machine. how it'd be applied in like a real way. Because if you're an AI if, or meta or whatever the fuck we're calling it, if you're like in that space, you already aren't really yourself, so mm. it doesn't matter. But what if in, it was glasses you wore. I don't know if anybody would, those glasses look so dorky. No, they but like just before. regular glasses or contact lenses. And that was the filtering thing. I mean, I so guess, everyone... but then you would know that you're seeing it filtered. Again, there's a knowledge of the filter. And like on TikTok and everything, it shows bold glam. Like it shows that you're using it. What if instead of me looking through the bold glam filter, mm -hmm. I was shooting it out so everyone saw it was like my everybody force field. Everybody else looked like that. No, they all just, everyone, oh, so, whenever anyone looked at me, I had this force field of had bold the filter. glam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I don't, um, want, I don't want to be anyone else. I like who I am. But it, me too. I don't, I, I don't mind getting older either. And I do, don't like my melasma. That's one thing I don't like. If I had one thing that I didn't like mm -hmm. and that this bold glam revealed, uh -huh. 
I'm missing eyebrows, guys. Yeah, you had you have. I've told you we I should. Know. I think I'm gonna get them done. Oh. Uh-huh. Do you think that's bad? Is that a bad idea, guys out there? You guys. Well, why don't uh, you get that? We have that lash grande Colmy stuff, and it'll grow. We them talked back. about that, but I don't think it's gonna grow them back the but way. You the haven't bold. done them. Let me show you my bulk lamp. <laughs> Just okay. You know, hang tight. If you're listening, I apologize, but I think this is really interesting. <laughs> End up looking like Kelly Slater. Ke- <laughs> Oh, why does it make our chins so pointy? No, that's just my beard. Um, no, it make look it. I'll show you mine. It makes. Um, but see, my eyebrow, it just it looks better. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, so if you, um, I'll put it on the screen. And the teenage filters bullshit. By the way, I thought that one did not, did not do anything for me. There we go. Sorry. Yeah, it does. It does a weird it thing. It makes like girls crazy, look like Kardashians, and, and gives then, me crazy makeup that I don't like. It just gives me eyebrows. Everything else is the same. Mm-hmm. That's really strange. But you miss your eyebrows. You wish you had them. Well, I think because I have a beard that it uh, it's hiding mm-hmm. the. Uh, but yeah. Hmm. Well, let's get you some eyebrows, baby. And oh, you know what else it does? It makes your teeth whiter and straighter. No, they're already kind of funky. What else does it do? Uh. Your eyes, the mm-hmm. iris, the black around your iris mm-hmm. is thicker. Mm, interesting. Gives you bigger, brighter eyes. I'm like um, narcissist, uh, narcissistic <laughs> here. Oh, it gives you, it gave me a dimple. Oh. Just one. That's kind of ha- cute. I have one. I'm catfishing myself. Do I have two? I know. I Am don't I? know. Do I have two dimples? You do. Oh, you got, that one's. It's deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, whew, don't turn that filter on. You, you get lost in it, you know? I mean, I don't really think I get in lost water. in it. Yeah. What was he drowned? Yeah. Staring at his own reflection. Mm-hmm. Narcissa? Tim. No. no, not Tim. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, stuff like that, I don't think, I think people get catfished if they're dating online, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But because that is so well known now, it's so popular, like you're aware, but I use a filter called Before Coffee that just kind of like softens you a little bit. Oh. And I use that on Instagram all the time. It, you know who Liz Taylor, Elizabeth Taylor was? Yeah. Beautiful woman, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. really stunning. And you look at portraits of her as an actress and, uh, in her heyday, mm-hmm. a glamorous era. Yes. And um, as she got older, you know, her beauty changed. Yeah. Well, she aged, which doesn't mean she's not beautiful. It's just different. Just changed, right? Yeah. She's no longer in her 20s and yeah. neither am I. I'm not in my 20s either. Yeah, right? <laughs> get on, get with the program. Why, why, why is the skin underneath my tricep? Waggle like that when I, I run. <laughs> or you just see your skin's just like crampy. Crimpy. Yeah. yeah. Crinkly. <sighs> so <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor, as she aged, she there's an old trick in um in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And that's you basically when you want to make a woman look, you know, a little softer, mm-hmm. what we would do is you put a little Vaseline focus. on the uh, oh, on, the, on lens. the lens. And that just it 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 diffuses the light. Mm-hmm. But the older Elizabeth Taylor got, because she was a very powerful woman as well, mm-hmm. um, I think they just kept adding more and more Vaseline to, to the end, you know, and until she had, not to the end, but to the video, sorry, the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, towards the end of her career, I think she had like a perfume like Blue Diamonds or something. Oh, yeah, she had a lot of perfumes. Uh-huh. Right. And I remember the TV commercials coming on and be like, really hard to see her, you know, like everything <laughs> would be like... Like, is that Liz Taylor or just kind of like a? Uh-huh. And sometimes I find the TikTok filters like that, where it's like you can't even really see the person. It's just well, it doesn't even look like you. That's well, the truth. The right? teenage one, mm-hmm. they just put Vaseline on my face, and then 
uh, they put fake hair and it's really oh, did they put fake hair yeah oh funny I did one and I didn't think it looked anything like teen Katie my jaw was more square when I was younger and it's like softened as I've got older and it just like made me have like no chin it was real weird mm. it did not look like teen Katie it gave you like a baby face mm-hmm Right. Which I mean is fine. I, I used it and I put that on TikTok as like a inner child. I thought it could be useful for inner child stuff. Well, you look at all the filters they have mm-hmm. and some of them are really good. Like I, I've put, a, oh, you know what? There's Snapchat filters, the ones with the hair. Because I used, oh, to, you love I used those, to fuck yeah. around with Snapchat, right? They used to have the best filters. I don't know if TikTok has surpassed them. I don't use Snapchat anymore. Well, this looked like <laughs> the teenage filter mm-hmm. was the shittiest hairdo I've ever fucking had. It was like... <laughs> three sprigs of hair like kind of put, i was like somebody failed with this this filter they failed the bald community with this filter. oh yeah i was like it doesn't well, probably like, like a 24 year old that created it yeah he doesn't know he doesn't know what it's like hmm. it's hard up in these streets okay so that was uh <laughs> mm-hmm. that was the bold glamour filter yes, it's very pop very popular i'm very hip with the kids you are super hip although it's been popular for like three weeks but that's fine we can hey, talk about it now have you ever used slack I think we tried it. A couple I hate of it. Hated it. Never have. For those of you out there, Slack being the uh, the business tool where you have communities and usually you use it inside your company and you can communicate with your coworkers. Yes, it's a it's like a way to chat online with people that you work with, or friends, and you can or flutter between teams and stuff like that. Um, my manager for a while was like, "We're going to use Slack," and I just would forget to get in there, and I hated it. Well. Mm-hmm. Chat GPT mm-hmm. strikes again. Is it working in Slack? Now you can set up Chat GPT inside your Slack and people don't know any the wiser. What it does is it goes and looks at all your previous comments. It gets oh, a feel for how you talk. Awesome. And you don't have to answer anything. Awesome. Chat GPT takes care of it for you. It's like having your own little but assistant. that could really fuck you up though because- I would just blame the robot and be like, I don't know, it wasn't me. You're responsible because you put it in there. But the thing about Slack that people- who use it for work, which is most of what it's used for, I believe. Most of my friends who do Gchat through Google, if they're chatting with friends and Slack is for work. So if ChatGPT gets in there and it's like, got you, got it. And then you don't fucking know they even asked you to do something. It's not going to get done. Yeah, I guess you're right. But there's probably some advanced things, you know, like it probably does some more things than just answer. Maybe it does your homework too. God, I want that so bad to go back to high school and- have chat gpt yeah i mean i'd learn the things i want to learn and the other stuff i'd just be like chat gpt take care of that for me beep, boop, beep, boop, it, boop. right away sean <laughs> <laughs> okay mm-hmm. yeah. i'd have more time to spend outdoors on the important things like riding my bicycle You're like calvin what from calvin and hobbs oh mm-hmm. yes we just don't want to do anything well I, I want to do the fun things but writing a history report uh, 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 you but know. you have to learn how to write so then later in life you can actually Let's be honest, no one writes anymore. You have ChatGPT. I write all the time. Mm. I wrote a book, maybe two. Yeah, that's true. Possibly three here. That's right, that's right. Well, maybe that's why I never learned how to write a book so good. (laughs) Because I was too busy riding my bicycle. Hey, here's another thing that's in the news. What's another thing? This spoke to my childhood. Okay. Not because we had it a lot, Mm -hmm. but because it's- It was of the era. Mm -hmm. Sunny D Vodka Seltzer is here. Ew. I thought you'd be excited. Sunny D That's and disgusting. vodka seltzer. Even as a kid, I didn't like Sunny D. I don't. Re- I don't like it either. It's not really. I like- liked orange Kool Aid. That's kind of a. I'm not into that flavor either. <laughs> they like the fake oranges. Like it smells like a marker, mm-hmm. or it tastes like a marker smells. Mm-hmm. But Sunny D was almost like thick. 
Yeah. It was fucking gross. I hated it. Sunny D. You know what I actually drank the most as a kid, aside from Kool-Aid in general, which it was so funny. My mom, just when I was home visiting last weekend, she was like, I can't believe we let you kids drink that stuff. She's like, we just didn't even know any better. She's like, so much sugar and like artificial coloring and like, what in the world? And I was like, and Nick and I both were like, we turned out okay, whatever. What was it? Kool-Aid. Oh, Kool-Aid. I said but, Kool-Aid. Oh, I missed that part. Um, yeah, kool I didn't. But yeah, she was like, I can't believe we let you drink that stuff. But I drank a ton of Capri Sun, oh. which also, I don't know how she let us drink that stuff. But it just was the time, you know? And it's also what we wanted. And then I remember um, my friend Ashley, because her parents have more money than my parents. She got, it was like fresh, it was like juice squeeze or something. I'll Bougie. pull it up. But it was like her drink, but it was essentially the same thing, but it had actual, you know, real, like 5% real juice. Or, you know, how they always say like, yeah, why do they brag like that? 5% real juice. You're like, unless, unless it's 100, let's not say anything. Right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so anyway, I'm going to see if, if they have it. But now things are so much like juice. Stuff. Oh, yeah, we had those Kool-Aid bursts. Do you remember those drinks? You squeeze, you twist oh. the top off. Um, but again, I grew up in a different country, so some of the things are slightly different. Oh, true, true. Yeah. It's not, they don't even, oh, here it is. <gasps> da -da, my childhood. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Remember is juice squeeze? 70% juice. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Crystal Geyser. That was our brand, man. Isn't that a Canadian brand? Um, or is it a Washingtonian brand? I don't even think Clearly Canadian is Canadian. We, I grew up on Clearly Canadian. Merkley Canadian, you know? It's a great lake. They share the water. Yeah. <laughs> they but add yeah, a juice, little fruit juice to it. Juice carbonation. squeeze in those little uh, glass bottles. That was mm. her. And I had like the Capri Suns. Is this spring fed? Well, <laughs> not really. It's Lake mm -hmm. Huron. <laughs> Yuck. And, and a little like frog Fish? flies out. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just found a fully intact um, wreck from like 1865. Mm -hmm. I think it's in Lake Huron. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe. Wow. No, not Lake Ontario. Anyways, one mm -hmm. of the Great Lakes. Okay. Um, Lake Erie? I don't know. But There's a lot of lakes, the it, Great Lakes. It has not um, decomposed, I guess, because the water is pretty cold and very deep. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're exploring it now, which also I find very, like, archaeologically, you know, what are they going to find? We like to just be an explorer. Sean the Explorer. Unfortunately, coming out of Canada at the time, it was like iron ore. Nothing exciting. Not like a shipwreck of gold. Ooh, you know? like we're watching Outer Banks. Ooh. And they are after gold. And it is a really good show. I like it. Mm -hmm. um, even though it's kind of geared more towards uh, like 20 teens, early 20s. Teen. Yeah, totally. Again, they have uh, people who are in their 30s playing high school kids, which mm -hmm. always... You're like I don't think so, you know. Yeah, immediately you're like they're too old. Why is everyone yoked? <laughs> right, you're supposed to be like gangly and awkward. Yeah, you're 16. Yeah, buddy looks like he's doing uh, rounds of steroids. Is, buddy, it, is it rounds they call it? What I don't, I don't know. When cycles, I, cycles. I don't know. How much do you recommend for a first time user? I have no idea the language. For you, <laughs> some uh, Trenabol, some uh, Anabol, some uh, Trenabol. I don't know. I'm making it up. I think that's the name. I don't know. I don't Windstraw. know. Windstraw. They always are all at the end. Alls? All the muscles. All, I want that's, all the yeah. muscles. Windstraw. Mm -hmm. tr Trenaball. And I think a lot of them are made in Russian labs too in like the 1960s. You know, That seems scary and sketchy. I'm uh, not into it. They're pretty good at sciences. You know. The science. The science. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, mm -hmm. yes. this I thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. People are probably tuning out right now. They're oh, like, is Sunny D, you like buy it? Yeah, Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. It's here. Yeah. I want to try it to see if it's as bad as the original Sunny D. Okay. 
But I remember going to PJ's house yes. when we were kids. I don't know if it was Sunny D. PJ, you'll you'll correct me. Chime in. I remember sitting in um, Faberville in your your kitchen, and you guys had I, it was Sunny D or some analog from Quebec. I forget what it was, but it was like an orange drink, and I was like, "Oh man, you've got the orange drink because I love orange." Like, so it would be. So it wasn't Sunny D. You don't think? I'm not sure if it was Sunny D mm-hmm. or uh, you know, Soleil D. <laughs> <laughs> That's Soleil a funny, day. <laughs> that, nothing was no. crazier than going to Montreal and it was PFK is that's the acronym for KFC and I was like Poulet Frit uh-huh. Kentucky it's ridiculous you guys yeah. because it's a brand so it should just, should just be KFC because all the commercials are like KFC yeah but it stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken and the French won't fucking have it no but anyways, PJ, you you had this orange drink, and I remember being there and being like, "Oh man, I could drink a gallon of this." Like, oh like really? That. And but they were in small little containers, and so you you didn't want to be rude. And, like and high not, C? No, it wasn't high C. Tang? I loved Tang. No, That's, the astronauts took that to the moon. Uh, to the moon. I looked up orange kids drink for the 1980s, and here's what we've got. Weren't you allergic to orange? Yeah. Coloring. That's why I loved it. High C? No, it's a Canadian brand. Uh, I, I'm I have not to look sure up Canada. It could be Sunny D. Anyway. That mm-hmm. chemical uh, gets me real hopped up. Orange yeah. Crush was my jam when I was a kid, but it also made me super hyper. You guys had Sunny D too. Sunny yeah, Delight. I think it is Sunny D that PJ had. It's oh just my been God, so does anybody long. remember Orbits? That was disgusting. I like Boba, but this was like bubbly water with like little balls in it. Do you remember Orbits? That shit was Sounds disgusting. familiar. I don't want anything boogery in my uh, beverage. No. So that's why I don't like boba. I don't I don't mind boba. Might as well call it booga. Booga. I'll take some booga, please. Yeah. Oh, put extra booga. You sure you want extra? Yeah, extra booga. Little slimy bits. I would never go and buy boba. Like, I would never be like, mm, I'm craving boba. But I don't mind it. Like, if I have a girlfriend who's like, oh, I really want to go. Because it's happened a couple of times in my life. Um, but it's just not my favorite. I don't yeah. like slime. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Jelly in my drink? No. Yeah. Oh, uh, one last thing, and then we can okay. move on. That uh, creep who killed the students in Moscow, Idaho. Uh-huh, uh-huh, creep. Which is not Moscow. Yeah, they Moscow. say Moscow. It's just like East Palestine. Yeah. East Palestine. Yeah. Steen, not Stein. Just different pronunciations. I think it's because they came over when people were immigrating and whatever. And they changed it. Yeah. So I saw something on the news that was disturbing in the news mm-hmm. keeps me glued to the news if it's disturbing you know i'll watch more ads so uh, you know, <laughs> you're like mm-hmm, they show mm-hmm. you they don't show you the the good stuff but this asshole who did those murders that they caught and he's in jail and i'm sure he's going to go away for a very mm-hmm. long time if not the death penalty yeah uh there's a i want to put it nicely because if anyone out there is offended don't be but it's you can't it's, tell people not to be offended that's true be offended if you want because i think you're a weirdo um there's a subset of society oh who loves serial killers and loves people, yeah ki- mm-hmm. and they profess their love weird. it's fucking weird and they you know they what send it is letters do you want me to talk about it do you want me to tell you why i, I found the name mm. for it it's a little hard to pronounce so bear with me hybrisk philia hybrisk philia why this I don't know. It's weird that they have that many consonants. It's almost like you're trying to talk to a cat. Yeah. People who want to date criminals 
-hmm. murderers in jail who have love letters coming to mm -hmm. them. Why does it happen? Because, okay, so that guy's name is Koberger mm -hmm. and he's getting love letters and propositions. They always do. It's beyond me. Mm -hmm. What is that? So a couple things. And um, again, I'd love to, if someone knows more about it, this is obviously not my specialty. The word today is hybrisksphilia. <laughs> um, the reason it happens is a couple things. Number one, a lot of people will see that person as a celebrity, even though we're like, but they're a killer. And they're like, but they're a celebrity. And you're like, they're a famous killer. Right. So people love attention. That could be why. The second is, and this is going to get weird. And people will be like, but, but just hang with me. A lot of people like people they can fix because it makes them feel like they have a purpose. And yeah, that's pretty dicey though. I'm going to try and fix this person who chops people up, you know, like I, or yeah, shoots but, people. But it, but only me, right? I'm special. I can do this. Uh, and it could be. They just weren't nurtured and I'm going to nurture mm -hmm, them back to. Mm -hmm. Or they can in their own way think that that's their superpower or, you know maybe they were like abused or maybe they were neglected and they're like my superpowers would be super empathic and like i can feel for him even though i know he did bad things like they can hold these two things together and then there's also the weird i find this weird in general the at the attraction people can have to like the bad guy or the bad girl like being attracted to that because essentially what it means is they don't need you they could take care of themselves and so and we that can be relieving for those of us who feel like we have to take people on you know um that's interesting so my i think it's old, part of that is what i'm saying it's on, it's my old client wrote a book about that mm -hmm. uh the what you call it maryland effect or something? maryland syndrome maryland syndrome why uh good girls love bad boys mm -hmm. or something it's because huh. overly responsible oh so that's what this is. and so you can feel like it's a weight lifted off where you're like they can take care of themselves mm -hmm. they don't need me for anything it's kind of nice yeah <laughs> But I think that's, I think the serial killer thing has more to do with the, like, I can fix them thing. Yeah. And needing to be needed. Well, I don't know. It's just really weird. Remember, like, not remember. I, I can imagine, like, the gal chat, two, two uh, friends hanging out. You, you know what I'm looking for? A nice guy I can settle down with. Oh, that's nice. You know what I'm looking for? A serial killer. Those people don't have friends, I don't think. Oh, yeah. I think they're, they're isolated and having a tough time. Gotcha. Well, I don't mean to be little people. I just, I, I heard this belittling. word. I don't think anybody's gonna be offended. It's a weird behavior. Humans are weird. We is, do strange things. Is that deviance? I would call it a social deviance because I don't think the percentage is high enough to make it like an actual. Do you know what I mean? That's really what deviance means. It'd be like an outlier. I wonder how many people are secretly doing this though. Like, trying if you're to one of them, we won't share your name. Write in to otdmpod at gmail .com and explain it to us. I won't be mean either. I'm I'm genuinely curious. It's a very bizarre behavior. Yeah. Whenever I'm uncomfortable, I'll make weird jokes and things like that. But I'm I'm generally curious about this because you hear about it with everyone who's but that's an important thing to admit and for people to notice is when we're uncomfortable with things we try to deal with it with our the defense mechanisms we can which is like joking or downplaying or making it sound stupid you know we all do that just to manage the discomfort but it's really just because we don't get it mm -hmm. and i don't get it either and there's a lot of things that my patients do that I don't like get for, as a person, but I understand. And that's like why I'm thinking that that has to be in that space somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's the wanting to fix and feeling like they they understand them like nobody does. And it's only because they were hurt as a kid. You can make all sorts of concessions for people. But that guy's a creep and deserves to be in prison. Oh, if I was in charge of the uh, penal system, you know what I would do? 
I would take him to the highest building and and kick him in the ass. I know. But the thing is, too, that you have (laughs) to remember is that people are sometimes, and I'm not saying this guy necessarily because I don't know the what they have on him. Yeah. But some people are are not guilty. Oh, no, I get that. I get that. I'm I'm saying if he's 100% guilty, mm -hmm. then I would would have no qualms with, you know. Yeah. Kicking his. uh, Arse. Off of this mortal coil, Mm -hmm. you know. You're gone. You said arse. Look at you. Get gone. Like you're a Canadian or something. Do they say arse? Yeah. Some people do. Brits do. Oh. That's because I just talked to Harriet. Uh, Harriet from Scotland. She's so funny. All right. So we're getting to letters? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Our Floridian correspondent has written in. Caca, caca. She also has sent something for your birthday to my PO box. I haven't gone to get it. Oh. But I'll go get it. Sean's birthday is coming up, by the way, on the 17th. So this is called, or it's entitled, rather, New Year's Traditions. It says, Dear Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM family, today is January 1st. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year. Right, we're getting through that. You asked for any New Year's traditions, so I'm sending in ours. I was born and raised in Florida, and so were my parents. However, my grandparents came down here from South, Carol- South Carolina after World War II. So we always have the traditional Southern USA New Year's Day meal of pork. I knew this was coming. Black-eyed peas. I wonder if I've had that before, black-eyed peas. I do like beans and peas. and. But you're supposed to have a certain amount of them. We'll look into it. Hold on. Okay. So pork, black-eyed peas, rice, greens, and cornbread. I've included pictures to explain the meanings behind the foods and a picture of my plate. I love hanging out for an hour or so and having a laugh every weekend on OTDM. Your Floridian correspondent, Christy. Okay, so black-eyed peas. Um, once this loads, says the tradition of eating black-eyed peas dates back to the Civil War when General William T. Sherman led his Union troops on their destructive march through the South. The fields of black-eyed peas were left untouched because they were deemed fit for only animals. As a result, the humble yet nourishing black-eyed peas saved surviving Confederates from starvation. The peas are said to represent coins. Mm. So a lot of people will eat them. Um, It's a good luck for the next year like abundance cornbread cornbread symbolizes gold and is used for soaking up the pot pot liquor from the greens when wheat was a rarity in the region southerners made cornbread as a regular meal staple i grew up on cornbread too i fucking love me some cornbread my papa and i used to put it in a cup break it up and pour milk on it eat it with a spoon delicious highly recommend a little salt on top i like the crispy bits Mm, the corners Mm -hmm. greens greens represent wealth and paper money as they're flat and green like U.S. currency. Any greens will do, but in the South, the most popular are collard, collards, mustard greens, turnip greens, and cabbage. Well, I love cabbage. Anything mm-hmm. to do with cabbage. So uh, mustard greens, I don't know if I've had those before. I think we probably have at a fancy restaurant or two. Um, they're a little bit more sharp. Hmm. And pork. Throughout history, owning pigs and livestock was a symbol of prosperity. So today, pork is eaten in the hopes of prosperity and a bountiful harvest in the coming years. Pigs are also a symbol of progressing into the year ahead since they move forward using their snout to root for food. Mm. There's her plate. Oh, looks good. With all the accoutrement. Black-eyed peas. Yeah. Yum. Yum, yum. I love that. Thanks, Christy. Thanks for the info. Super interesting. Oh, okay. I like that when there's something with done with intention we just didn't Mm -hmm. we didn't just have a meal there was a reason behind these individual items we have a warning in our next letter from lydia are you ready she's our physical trainer remember 
mulberry trees. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. No. Our neighbors have one and it drops berries everywhere. They turn everything purple and get our doggo's paws and then it tracks it everywhere. Oh. The berries also kill the grass where they drop. Our entire backyard is now grassless and we can't seem to grow it back. Unless you're ready to be on top of catching them before they fall. Don't do it. I wonder if you had like a net underneath it and you shook your tree every day and they fell into the net. Remember that guy in Santa Monica that had the net to protect his avocados trees? Yeah. From the birds? The birds and the rats? Yeah. Maybe you could try it, but it sounds kind of dangerous. I don't know if it's really worth it. Oh. So it's just a small warning. Hope all is well in OTDM land. Lydia. Thank Thanks, you, Lydia. Lydia. I'll take that. Well, we will take headed of your warning. <laughs> Heated. Oh, speaking of birds, mm -hmm. you just mentioned that. I found a dead bird today. Oh, yeah. What happened? Do we know? Well, he, he died. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> no, we, did, we didn't hear him hit a window. No, I'll put a picture of RIP um, little guy. Little man. It, yeah. It, what caught my attention mm -hmm. as I was, you know, walking towards it was it wasn't moving. So I was like, it's dead, you know? And uh, it's like a sparrow. It was mm -hmm. brown and nothing really exciting about this bird. Did you get bit by a uh, Cupid sparrow? Yeah. Remember when Michael in the office is like, Cupid sparrow. He doesn't realize it's arrow. Cupid's arrow. Right. Cupid sparrow is a finicky little bird, but he gets <laughs> the job done. <laughs> oh, Michael. But on this bird, mm -hmm. oh, let me show you the photo oh, real quick. Just don't lose my spot there. Yeah. It was just such a little pretty bird that died. And the reason being is it, it was, you know, ordinary, but. It must have hit something or fell out of something. I mean, I feel like there's, unless it was sick with But something. look, he's got a little tuft of yellow. Oh, what a pretty bird. I know. And then I was like, is that to attract the ladies or is that the lady attracting the dude? What is that yellow tuft? It's Aww, for those of you baby. out there. Yeah. It's just a, a little sparrow with a, a yellow tuft, like a canary butt. Oh, it's a pretty canary butt. Yeah. Anyways, I picked him up with a... Don't touch... Oh, I was like, don't touch it, Sean. It might have something. No, I picked it up with... I mean, I've, I've been around the mulberry bush a couple of times here. I know <laughs> what I'm doing. Uh, I picked it up with a dog poop bag. I even double bagged oh. it just to, you know... Yeah. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but you can smell poop through those bags. Yeah. And I'm like, they must be somewhat porous. Well, I think it's because you're just tying it in a knot. It's not like it's sealed off. Mm. We're just doing the best we can. Got to pinch that bag off. Um, <laughs> so, but I put the bird in Remember two bags. Remember, I'm like, our garbage just smells like dog shit yeah. all the time. And But really, the it was light as a, a feather. It was oh, really... It was just a little guy with a lot of poof. Just, just Yeah, it felt like the bags. I didn't even feel... Oh, poor yeah. baby. My mom has these huge windows in the front and the back of her house. Mm. Essentially, like, the whole front... And when I was there, birds kept hitting it. And she's like, oh, I need to close the blinds so they oh. see something. But you want to let the light in, but it's just hard. How do you do that? You know? I don't know. I can imagine space being like that. Like we're flying through space. We think we're so yeah, awesome. And, like, and then we run into a glass like, window. Ah. And you're like, on the other side, God is sitting there with his in their living room He's watching like, <laughs> TV. He's like, oh, He's like, check another one hit. Yeah. Another one hit. Stupid sentient creatures crash into our godly right. window or something. I don't know. Okay. We have a letter from Josh. Are you oh, ready? Okay. Hello. It's entitled Lights and Windows on Takeoff. Ah. Oh, we've Remember? talked about. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is when you're. When they make you air, shut the. Mm -hmm. Airplane and, and then they tell you to close your windows because we're taking off. I don't know. And they're understand. so aggressive. Yeah. It says, hi, Sean and Katie. Hi, Josh. It says, on takeoff, the lights are lowered and the window shades are raised so that if there's an emergency, flight attendants and passengers will be able to see outside. Raising the shades is obvious, but lowering the lights is so that your vision acclimates to outdoor light. 
that might only take a moment for your vision to adjust in an emergency, that moment might make a difference. I get it. Makes sense. And seeing outside is important so you don't exit into a fire or other danger that may only be on the on one side of the plane. Jesus, I didn't even think about that. I never thought about any of that. Uh, I think when we take off, we think all's good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you You're, know, it's like you put a seatbelt on and you do these things in case things aren't good. So thank you, Josh. It's in case things aren't good. That's a good point. It says right. love your podcast, Josh. Well, thank you for educating us, Josh. I'm sometimes mm-hmm. a buffoon and I say things that are, you know, uh, not very well formed or thought out. And I, I was really slagging on the airlines for that one, but it well, makes sense. I mean, peop- it's just seems aggressive and they should just tell us yeah. something. In case we uh, go down in a fiery crash, we don't want you getting off the well, wrong no, side of the plane. They should just say, in case of emergency, we need to be able to see outside to make sure you can get a clear exit. Yeah, that's And a I would say, way. oh, n- no problem. Okay, I have a I have a grinds my gear. Sorry, I'm coming in with two this week. I, I haven't talked about it in a while, so here we go. When you're on an airplane and there's no connecting flights, because they say over the loudspeaker, if you're connecting, you go to this gate, you know, there's no connecting flights. There's nothing that frustrates me or pisses me off more than people that like bum rush the aisle. So I, as because I'm an aisle seater, Sean either is in the aisle and if I fly by myself, I sit in the aisle. And when I landed back from SeaTac, was sitting at the Austin airport and these two fucking full-fledged adults in their 50s bum-rushed the aisle and ended up right next to me. And if I didn't swing my big fat ass out into the aisle and push them into other people so I could get my bag out from the overhead bin, I wouldn't be Katie Morton. (laughs) And they looked at me like, and I stared right back at them. I'm like, I saw you when I went to the bathroom and you are like 10 rows back from me. Why are you in my way? And they didn't have a connecting flight. No, because there were no connections. Okay. I said, we've reached our final destination. Welcome to Austin. And, and then I also, so then I thought in my head, I was like, don't be too rude, Katie, because maybe they do have a connection and you just don't know. What did I see them doing? Talking to the flight attendant outside, waiting for their bag to get, be brought in from, because they had, I guess they checked it oh. at the gate. Yeah, people just have zero um, social skills. And then walking to baggage claim. claim. And they were baggage claim. So they were not going anywhere by BT dubs. They're Sorry, the same person that they were in grade it three. It just bothers me. You know, got to run around. Well, and then this poor woman, this older woman in front of me was having trouble getting her bag out. And I was like, do you need some help? And they were like, <sighs> like huffing. And I want to be like, excuse me. Bah! Like, you, like, what are you doing? Why are you crowd? Like, and that lady felt bad because she couldn't. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, we wouldn't be so crowded if these two people didn't just bum rush their way up here and make everybody like, we had no space. Ugh, grinds my gears. Just traveling takes time. It always takes more time than you think. There's always more people than you realize, but we're all in it together. Wait your turn. I was like in aisle 15. I waited for all 14 aisles to clear, but I wasn't about to let these fuckers get, you know, it you bothers know gonna, me. Don't I'm going to do for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to custom make you a sticker package. Mm-hmm. And you can put these in your, pa- you know, when you travel or whatnot. Okay. And it's going to say, kick me, I'm stupid. Yes, and so, you know, on. yeah, just tap them just on the back. Tap- hey, you have a good flight. You know, yeah. So nice flying with you. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking asshole. But they're just so pushy. I guess I just don't like pushy people when we travel. Because like I said, it's always busy. You're always stressed. There's always a lot. Just it's one of those times where I'm just like, 
unless you have a connection, like I have heard, but usually when there's tight connections, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but maybe it's because we used to fly they a lot. They let them off first. They let them off first. They say, hold, please. We have a tight connection. These people have to get off and they get up and run off. Well, it's not like, so I, I would understand if you were getting off the plane, you're running, you had to catch a taxi, yep. you had to go somewhere, something like this. Mm-hmm. But if they were just going to the baggage claim to yep. go hang out, why did you have to make everyone else's flight uncomfortable? Because it's all about you. It's the me first it, and the yeah. gimme gimmies. Yeah. It's like you can't consider other people. Mm. And like that little lady trying to pull her big lug. I mean, me and the person next to me helped, had to help her. And do you think those people tried to offer to help? No. Mm. And one of them was between because they- He got it in front of you? Uh-huh. Because oh, they bastard. crashed. Because when I pushed out, he like wiggled around. I was like, you motherfucker. You want to go? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, it's late. Why are you being a dick? From the top rope further. But that, that's Flying a, elbow. Mm-hmm. That's what like childish Katie wants to do, which isn't even that childish. I want to be like, really? That's my response. Yeah. Are you serious right now? I think you should. I wanted to say, where where did you guys come from? <laughs> Why are you right next to me? The person across the aisle can't even get up to get their stuff together because you're right there. Yeah. What are you doing? Hmm. Rant over. Okay. Enough about me getting all huffy, but just don't be rude. You know, it doesn't cost you anything just to be kind and take your time. Okay. Last letter, because we got to eat some dinner dinner. Okay. I'm excited. This is from Karen. Hey. And is entitled Naughty by Association. What a good title. I think we should call that. That's the title of the podcast. Okay. We always have trouble coming up with them. Thank you so much, Karen. It says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM community. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You asked for a naughty story, and I've got one. This took place in high school. So it was back in the mid-70s. Yeah, I'm old. We're all old. Don't worry about it. My brother Steve was a senior and I was a junior. He had his own car, a Chevy Nova. I think the 70s would have been a glorious time to be in high school. Like Dazed and Confused, mm. the movie. I know everyone looks at different eras. Yeah. I got the 80s and the 80s were 80s and early 90s. Yeah. And they were a pretty good era. Mm-hmm. I know? got mainly like late 80s. I got 90s was most. Yeah, you didn't get the late 80s. Well, yeah, and I was born in, oh, not high school. I was just saying school. Oh, but yeah, oh. high school was late 90s, actually, to mm-hmm. early 2000s. Okay. So Chevy Nova, lame, right? By today's standards anyway. Super cool. Yeah, Sean thinks super cool. But it was cool because it got us anywhere we wanted to go. That's how we felt. We had, my brother had a Ford Tempo diesel stick shift, and we didn't have to ride the bus. Praise be to Jesus. We drove that thing forever. Okay. And so it got us where anywhere we wanted to go. And it had an eight track player, which he installed. Oh my God. Cool. That's like when my brother finally got the CD player that had the tape that went in the tape deck because we had tape decks back then. Mm-hmm. And we got Velcro and we'd stick it on the top of the. Yeah. If you hit a big bump, it would skip. But then anti skip technology came out. Ba-ba. We could listen to that live album over and over. And then when that went out, went back to the tapes. And that's when we listened to Cantaloupe. Oh. Trip, 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 Fantasia. <laughs> bam, 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 yeah. Do you know what anti-skip bam, 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 technology bam. is, by the way? Mm-mm. It's buffering. It's oh. just a little bit of RAM. So it reads ahead. Oh, funny. It was like so, early computers. That's it. Well, I think computers are probably but out. it had a little them, but... chip in it or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Science inside of it. Science. That, yeah. But it had a little a little memory, probably like a megabyte. But know. enough to get you through the bump, right? Because yep. it would just go... Oh. And then to go back. Okay. So an eight track player, which he installed, he drove me and one of his buddies, Kevin, to school every morning. 
On this particular morning, there was an orange barrel at an intersection and it had one of those battery operated solar flashing lights on top. I know exactly what you're talking about. The two of them looked at each other, gave a silent nod, and Kevin darted out of the car and confiscated it. I was mortified but thrilled at the same time. I have a funny story to share. The next day was a time-honored tradition known as Senior Prank Day. We had that too. Wherein members of the senior class pull pranks on the faculty. Ours, they like hid in, I don't know if it was the auditorium or something, and they didn't show up for class. And kids were just like, what? And then, ha-ha. Okay. Um, some were pretty creative. All were harmless, ours too. One year, the seniors placed numerous wind-up alarm clocks, the kind with really loud bells, like the Big Bends at various places all around the building, all set to go off at the same time. I'm not sure what the intended purpose was for this light. Uh, oh, for this light. See, because they stole that drum thing. I just went along with it. Steve stashed in his backpack. Oh, must have been really small. Well, no. So she didn't take the drum. It's the, oh, the, the, light. the base. The base was the battery. Yes. And it was uh, like a yellow color. Mm-hmm. And then the amber circular mm-hmm. light on top that would flash. Okay. Right? So he stashed in his backpack, brought it into school and hid it in his locker. Oh. Upper class lockered in the same hallway. And ours were only a couple of lockers apart. So I knew what he had done. In this particular hallway, there was a wall of lockers and opposite was all glass windows, which overlooked the driveway along the side of the school, which led back to the nun's convent. Oh, did I mention this was a Catholic high school? Mm. (laughs) Anyway, when we got to school the next morning, there was a big note on Steve's locker for him to report to the principal's office immediately upon arrival. And the lock had been cut off. He opened his locker to put his backpack away and we made the sickening discovery that the light had gone missing. How'd they find it? Was it on? Oh, she said, how did they find out about it? My thoughts exactly. I went with them to the office feeling guilty by association and there we found out the story. We'd forgotten about the light's solar capacity and apparently one of the sisters saw the reflection of the flashing light out on the driveway and thought the school was on fire and called the fire department in at 3 a.m. Oopsie poopsie. This resulted in a two-day after-school detention. And of course, our parents were notified. Steve was the one who got the detentions because it was in his locker. But in my guilt, I insisted that I was just as culpable because I knew about it. And I volunteered to sit detention with him. Oh, look at you. You're such a goody two-shoes. Of course, they obliged. Kevin, for his part, never was found out because we weren't snitches. Mm Mm-hmm. Fortunately for us, as it could have gone either way, our parents gave us a stern dressing down, but admitted that it was pretty funny. They also made my brother return the light to the Department of of Streets. Luckily, they didn't pursue any charges and got a chuckle out of it as well. It's pretty funny. Apparently, those lights were pilfered all the time by high school and college kids. It was a great memory, and we had a good laugh about it over the years. Sadly, I lost my brother this past July. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I told the story at his memorial service. I'm sure he was laughing wherever he is. Hope you enjoyed my naughty saga. All the best, Karen. I uh, did enjoy it. That's that's so, it's just so kid and funny. I can imagine a nun, as mm-hmm. you're telling the story, because that's a, a well-written mm-hmm. story. A beautiful storyteller. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm imagining a nun outside the high school in a full habit. Yeah, right. They probably dress down after work, but you I know, would hope so, but maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe they're you know, business attire. The only thing I know is what I knew, learned from Sister Act. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my nun knowledge. We had uh, nuns at our school because um, mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic high school as mm-hmm. well. And they, they didn't always wear the full habit. Sometimes, and that, that meant they were doing serious business that day, like an exorcism or something. But, well, actually in Sex in the City, when she's getting cancer treatment, there's a nun in the waiting room. And she was like, um, where's your whole 
She goes, oh, I haven't worn a habit in years. Right. I think so, they, you know, they went to casual Fridays where they didn't, it wasn't, you didn't have to do fish. And, and now they wear flip flops. Yeah, know. exactly. They, but <laughs> like Jesus. They would wear like um, simple looking, like a, I remember a blue vest over a blue uh, kind of a dress shirt with mm -hmm. like short sleeves, kind of like what I'm wearing. <laughs> the nuns would dress in Hawaiian pattern. <laughs> Those, um, the nuns in Hawaii dress like this. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be a light blue, like the light blue on my shirt. Uh -huh. And then a, a blue cardigan yeah like over dark it, navy and usually. then a na yeah navy skirt and then orthopedic shoes. always those old ass shoes with yeah. the curled up top that's stitched around i tell you what mm -hmm. i'd get a pair of those tomorrow probably super comfortable yeah, you should get your hokas have you bought your hokas no yet? well my birthday was coming up and i wasn't sure i wanted to oh i'm not buying you the orthopedic shoes because you want to pick them out <laughs> happy birthday sean i got you some orthopedic shoes i got you more fun stuff than that <laughs> Thank you. Don't you worry. Um, but okay, so my story, yeah. years and years ago, we were out karaoke with Hannah, our friend Hannah Hart, and everybody got really drunk and we went to this Korean, it was in downtown LA, it was like this Co Korean store of some sort and they had these little kiosks. Within Korean stores, they always had these kiosks where you could take a bunch of pictures, remember, and you poke all those buttons that add flowers to it or music or like it's all this stuff and then you crazy stickers on it you can do filters on your face you can do all sorts of things and then it's playing your music you're putting all the stuff on you print them out so we had done a couple of these with her and her friend becca we were having a, a raucous old time and then we call the uber to take us home because we're responsible and hannah had stolen the stool that we sat on while we were doing this and then the morning she wakes up and feels so bad and takes it right back. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but when, you know, guilty by association, I was like, oh, my God, why would you? Like she gets in the Uber and I'm like, why would you take that? And she's like, ah, you know, you get all riled up and excited. And she was like, because I could. And then we took it back. <laughs> it was that was my only. And when she was talking about taking something just yeah. for shits and giggles, I was like, I was involved in one of those. But it was returned immediately. High crimes, high jinks. <laughs> Well, she even apologized and they were like, oh, no, it's okay. Thanks for bringing it back. People like, take it all the time. They, I don't know if they said that, but she said that they were like really appreciative that she brought it back. She's like, I don't know what I was thinking. And they were actually like, no big deal. That's good of her. Yeah. Well, it was before they, it was like right when they opened the next day and we had to be there late. So it was like, it was only gone for like 12 hours. Oh, okay. No one was using it. <laughs> Nobody was even using it, but it was just a funny random where like he got out of the car and brought in the light. And you're like, what are you doing? That's what she got it. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, funny stories. Hijinks. Well, thus concludes another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. Thus concludes. Thanks we, for listening. Send in your funny stories about, you know, guilty by association. We appreciate it. Naughty by association. Yeah. We love it. We love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.